Sarah left us for one episode and we can't even do an intro. Okay. Sweat, sweat. Okay. Uh, hello, everybody. Um, welcome to Talk the Talk. Um, this week, um, well, it's been a while since uh, we last made a podcast. We are busy gals. Um, and this week, for some reason, um, the team have decided to leave myself and Eden in charge. And so really get, get seat belted in, strap up and prepare <laughs> for what's going to be a chaotic, dramatic and undoubtedly messy uh, event. The Northeast girls fun. are in charge. <laughs> We're taking over. Yes. <laughs> yes, oi. <laughs> so, it's felt like a million years already since like the last race of the season. It was like last Sunday. I'm actually I'm struggling. so glad that you posted. I'm going to watch the highlights because I was like, do you know what? That is an intelligent idea. I, I forgot remember nothing. Because I was sat on my bed feeling extremely ill, <laughs> just watching it like, I don't know what's happening. Just cars are going fast. I feel like a lot happened at the time because I remember being really emotionally vested. Like I stood up a few yeah. times and made Italian hand gestures. Oh, so we love an Italian happened. hand. <laughs> hey, I was hey. that, but that's not Italian. <laughs> no, that is not Italian. <laughs> right. Should we jump straight into race talk or should we do a little news roundup of what the hell is going on in the House of Commons in the F1 world? Yes, let's hit the news. <laughs> right. What we're starting with? Should we go in chronological order? Um, we can. Well, here's a random tidbit, by the way, because go on. Um, my my I don't know. I have this like app on my phone. It's supposed to be like smart news, and it just gives me news that it thinks I'm interested in. But like sometimes it's hits the nail on the head, and sometimes it's like, oh, he's the weather in Siberia, and I'm like, I don't need that. <laughs> but silly season is like well and truly in because it keeps promoting me like these articles where people it's like the the taglines as well are so like enticing it's like max verstappen retires formula one and like the first time i saw it i was so stupid and they i probably clicked it like, yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, was am like, <gasps> I am stupid i am stupid i am stupid Sorry, guys. <laughs> um stop inventing that's what i want to say <laughs> to these people and um basically it was just like i don't know 700 words of utter pish and um it was just like oh max has got two championships now maybe he doesn't need any more and we'll pull a nico rosberg and then like you're just speculating and also like i feel like that's the last thing if anyone who knows max or knows about max that's like the last thing he's gonna do yeah he's not he's retiring no Shut up. of course he's not no 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 way like no i way. think after this sec after this season when he's won 15 races and set the benchmark there's no chance he's going to retire anytime soon absolutely not could you imagine oh my god it'd be so like hilarious you'd be like oh bye yeah christian just riding his horse with jerry like clapping along and then um you know he gets a phone call from (laughs) max and he's like uh christian uh decided i want to retire now so it's done for me thank you (laughs) no Daniel Ricardo straight in the red ball. Yeah. Yes. G'day, mate. <laughs> right. So, what happened between news wise? I'm trying to think. The the big one was before Abu Dhabi when our lovely dear friend Mick Schumacher lost his seat to Nico Hulkenberg. Mm-hmm. What were Painful. your thoughts on that? Just painful because I feel like. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> Yeah, because honestly, like, uh, I don't know, like, we've seen so much young talent um, come through, and I just, and it's Mick Schumacher, you know, and actually what hurts more is, like, ugh, admittance time. I know I, like, swore to never watch Drive to Survive because I was, like, against the fakery of it, but anyway, like, I don't know, I I had a midlife crisis, and they started it, and I'm, like, addicted, and I was watching... (laughs) the episode where like he basically just joins yeah like i was watching that while at the same time as the race weekend and watching like gunther and people just talk about like oh um you know we're really excited for make it schumacher that's such a big name in the industry and and he was at the time if i'm not wrong he was again he was in a team with marcus erickson i think when he first started i don't know don't quote me on that I thought it was him and were his was it not him and Mazepin who first kept they were two rookies oh, for Haas, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
who was with Ericsson? That's an interesting question. Because I was watching uh, episodes with that. and Was it er- Ericsson? Was he not a, um, Alfa Romeo? Oh, he was with Magnussen. He That's was, so funny. Was. Magnussen was his. And Magnussen was basically like beating him <laughs> left, right and centre. But yeah, Mick Schumacher kind of actually had the same experience. He was like beating Mazaspin. I mean, that's not hard because it's Mazaspin. <laughs> but it, like watching it and just they all believed in him. And he had like... In, in, you know, Gunther was coming up with all this, like, oh, yeah, we'll build him up, we'll develop him, we'll support him. And then, like, flash forward, it's like, hmm, do you know what? Sorry, but... Um, but these little Aldi adverts. We're going to let you go. <laughs> we expected faster growth than this, and we're not patient people. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think it's... I don't think it's fair, because I saw this season for Mick as, like, another rookie season, almost, because he has actually got a decent teammate who will sort of take him under his wing a bit and sort of show him the ropes. But yeah, I just exactly. feel like it hasn't worked. He's, obviously, he's, he's got some decent points. Where did he get his... Where did, he have a de- did he have a decent finish in Silverstone? Or it was one of those... It was, oh, was it Austria? No, it was Silverstone. Yeah, he got points mm. in Silverstone and everyone was like, right, here we go. Mick is on it. And then it's just been quite inconsistent for him. But I don't think it's always been entirely his fault. Obviously, he's had the crashes that have cost has a few quid which hasn't been ideal but i reckon maybe gunther was having like vietnam roman grosjean flashbacks and was like <laughs> yes. I, don't, I can't have another one <laughs> no more smashing please no more smashing <laughs> but yeah no i agree with you it's like he's so young and it's like yeah it's his first well really it's what it's his second season yeah um kids gotta learn from somewhere of course magnuson's gonna be you know, finishing better than him, like because he's got like nine years on him. Yeah, and Magnussen has drove that car, like the Haas car, for a while now. Yeah. So if anyone, like, if anything, from what Daniel Ricciardo and McLaren shows you, it's like jumping into a new car with a different driving style. That's not what you're used to. It takes a long time to like adapt and modify. Yeah. So absolutely. if Daniel Ricciardo can't do it in a year, then the fact that they're expecting Mick, like, I just think the whole thing's a bit foul. What's your thoughts on our good friend Nico Hulkenberg then? You know, I was actually so shocked. Like, I called my mum because, uh, I mean, I don't want anyone to cancel me because I'm not trying to be, like, a nasty person here or anything. Like, I'm really not. But uh, and bear in mind, like, my mum and her friends used to quite fancy Nico Hulkenberg. He was, like, <laughs> oh, wow. the guy. But I saw him and I just thought, like, I mean, maybe this is just life, right? And, like, I'll have the same experience with myself in a few years. But I really just thought, oh, my God, he's old. Like, I don't remember him looking that old, right? He's only 35. No, his face looks like it's lived. Like, like Lewis, right, looks like a 12-year-old China doll. I mean, yeah, if if I age as good as Lewis Hamilton, I will be very happy about that. In Daniel Ricciardo, I mean, that skin is, like, pure. So you were just talking about Jensen Button, right? Like Exactly. Okay, there's Jensen an example. Button is 42. But Nico's face just looks like he's really been living in it for a while. Weathered. <laughs> yeah. Like Poor bit. guy. Oh, I mean, maybe it was a bad picture. Maybe it was a bad picture. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I'd like him to prove us wrong and do a decent job, but... <laughs> I thought he'd like... prove us wrong no. about looking old. <laughs> He comes into Bahrain with a brand new moisturizer, like, look at me, I have no wrinkles. Cheeky face lift. Bit of Botox. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Nico, if you're listening. I know Sorry, you will be. We, do, we can only apologize. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, mean, I would, cool. I would like to see him next season prove us wrong. But I feel like we're on the we're on the myth bandwagon, aren't we? Do you know what? It's just it's. Nico's going to come in and he's going to do a pretty decent job. Like, he always does. He's that guy yeah, that's he's, just like, yeah. the, the team's... It's like, he is that guy where it's like, oh, the team's effed it up and made some bad decisions and now he has to come in to, like, save the day and that's what he's done for, yeah, like, every he's, time. He's like a reliable driver, isn't he? That's the thing. But you just haven't yeah, that, never had a podium. Him. But what makes me sad is that I feel like... I don't want to be too fanciful with ideas, but I really feel like Mick was going to be the next Sebastian, the next Lewis in terms of like sports personality wise. Like, yeah, we need more of that. Like we have Charles Leclerc. Great. I think Carlos Sainz, when he speaks and vocalizes a bit more, if he gets himself a bit more, you know, a bit more established, they get more confident with yeah. things. But sorry, but guys like Nico Hulkenberg and like Sergio Perez, it's like, 
they say some really questionable stuff. Like they really say questionable stuff, and it's yeah. Uh, mm. See, I feel like I always want to like look after Mick a little bit, even though we're like literally the same age. I just want to be like, oh, Mick. But then I yeah. feel like if, if he if he does end up going to Mercedes as a reserve, that could do him good because it's a decent, it's a it's a good environment with good people. Like That's true. you've got Toto, give like putting you under his wing and just, like George and Lewis. You don't Toto. even you've just got Toto. Yeah, we are Toto stands <laughs> on this podcast. Stands. <laughs> Daddy Toto taking for a plane ride. <laughs> but then it'll all <laughs> But then I think it'll also be interesting with Haas next year to see the dynamics between Nico oh, and K Mag. Suck my balls. <laughs> suck my balls, mate. <laughs> oh, it's cold. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how them two get on and I, I can only imagine that Netflix will ramp up the drams between them two. Oh yeah. They'll be like, mm. oh, yes. I feel like all yeah. the driver parents are gonna have some form of drama next season. Which I'm here for. Did you see, based on that, actually, did you see Lewis's little interview he did where um, it's like. I've just, I've just been about... watching it, the Channel 4 one. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about the Formula One group chat, and he's like, yeah, I don't know, there's a lot of crazy stuff, really. I mean, something that someone's mum said, but I'm sure that'll be on Netflix next year. And I was like, <laughs> Lewis! <laughs> because everyone who knows knows, you know, like he's not directly saying it or like. Yeah, it's know, like a little indirect he's not calling isn't him it? out. Yeah, but everyone who knows, knows. Everyone who knows, knows. And they will get to know if they do not. What other exciting news do we have in the F1 world? Oh, of course. Our Our favourite Australian. Our Our boy himself. Horse rider. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Horsey McCorse himself, Daniel Ricciardo, is now (laughs) Rebel's third driver. What do you think, eh? You know, I think... That although people are making jokes saying it's written in the stars because he's driver number three and it was destined <laughs> to be. Um, oh, it I rhymes. actually think I know. I'm here all week, guys. Um, <laughs> I actually think it's a really, really, really smart decision for him. I am so happy for him because I think for him, the first because do you know what it is though. I think mental health in Formula One. I mean, this has been going on in sports for years about trying to encourage people to speak up more about things yeah but those drivers go through so much and never talk about it i mean you don't you, you never really realize not publicly yeah. hopefully they're talking about it with some people but it's such an intense and it's not just like the worries physically because they've literally lost friends to the sport yeah lost lives then the psychological impact of never knowing when your time's up and I just think the whole thing, it's such an immense amount of pressure. And for him to actually speak out about it and say, do you know what? Actually, like, I lost a bunch of weight this season. I couldn't, I was having, like, anxiety. Like, I was feeling so ill all the time. Like, I, I don't even know myself anymore. Um, I just need time to not be in a competitive place so I can, like, look after myself and, you know, get myself back to feeling good. And I think for him to speak about that speaks volumes. Um yeah, and definitely. I hope it encourages more people to talk about these things. Um, I'm sure when Lewis's film comes out, he'll discuss a lot of stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think it's going to be nice for him to go back to where it all started. He can sort of reset himself. He's always had a good relationship with Max and with the Red Bull team, with Christian. And who knows, like, maybe, I mean... Maybe Sergio Perez's sponsorship money won't matter that much to them, and they'd rather have Daniel Ricciardo to resolve their dwindling um, media. Uh, what's it called? Like, hey, it's Corin. It's Corin. <laughs> She's arrived. <laughs> I had dinner, and then I sat on the sofa, and then I just kept like sinking down and down, and then all of a sudden <laughs> I was asleep, and then I woke up, and it was nine o'clock. <laughs> Danger now. Glad to have you. <laughs> well, you have joined at the, at the perfect time, Corin, because we are discussing our favourite Australians move to Red Bull. Yeah, help me out. What's it called when, like, do you know when you lose your... Do you know, like, basically how everyone hates Red Bull now? Like... I have no idea what you... Do you know... Hey, there he is! Cardboard cut out, Dan! Hi, da- Hi Daniel! He's wearing things. <laughs> I'm actually, like, I think I'm happy for him because he seems genuinely happy to be back there. Do you know what I mean? Like, he seems genuinely comfortable to be 
back at Red Bull and back with like sort of what he's familiar with, if that makes any sense. Yeah. And I think after he's had such an awful couple of years with issues with McLaren and the way it's ended, he probably needed a little bit of a step away because you see him as like this happy sort of ball of energy. And if, yeah. if like the happiest guy on the grid is having a bit of a shit time, it's a bit like, oh, something's definitely Can't gone imagine. wrong. Yeah, this is it, exactly. So I think it will do wonders. I remember what I was trying to say now, brand. I think he'll also help their brand because their yeah. image is tanked with this whole Max Checkle thing. It's not looking good. So I think he's going to, they're going to, again, it's like feels a bit bad because it's a bit of a, because it's like when McLaren kept putting out reels of Daniel Ricciardo, even though they were going to drop him purely because they knew it would gain traction and yeah. boost their possibly sales, etc. I think Red Bull will do the same. Like they're going to use this relationship with Dan to boost their brand image again. But you know what? If it works out in his favor, then I'm all for it. See you later. Yeah. He's, um, he's expecting that though. So I was listening um, I think it was Beyond the Grid and he did an interview on there and he said yeah. that he knows it's more of a marketing role. So he's expecting them to use him for that reason mm, and he's okay with nice. that. So I think it's a bit different to McLaren just using him because he's Yeah, there. Yeah, definitely. But I feel like, I think I've listened to the other one, the one that was, the, it was the Australian Grand Prix um, podcast. I haven't listened to Beyond the Grid yet, but he was basically saying he didn't want to be sat in a garage for 24 races, 24 weekends of the year, because it'd be like, what's the point? I just get, yeah. I just, I just need a race seat if that's what I want to do. So yeah. he said he doesn't mind having a bit of a step away and maybe doing like eight race weekends, because then mm-hmm. that's him properly stepping away. So, that's nice. but yeah, I, f- I feel happy that he's back at Red Bull. He seems happy. He suits Navy. Definitely suits oh, Navy. I know. He looks good. I thought, I he mean, you see with the orange, but the, na- the Navy is. The vibe. I feel like he's. I feel like that just that quote's going in my head. I've just like, for all those who thought I'd left, I never left. And I'm like, there he is. He's back. He he's never back. left. <laughs> it's like nothing happened. Let's just erase the memories of McLaren from our brains. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that what McLaren? That yeah, never happened. Was. That never happened. <laughs> well, then I just think it was really nice. Like, listen in in that podcast that he rang Oscar, Oscar Piastri. And was saying sort of like, how are you? Because he's he's been getting like apparently like a lot of shit off people. Because it's like a full circle. Because obviously, he replaced Mark Webber when Mark Webber retired, and now Piastri is replacing him. But then Mm. Webber is Piastri's manager, so it's like a full oh wow 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 the circle of Australian life. Yeah, (laughs) circle of Australian life. So I'm trying to think of oh our other news other is news. the man himself Mattia Bonotto. Oh my gosh! Yeah, how do we forget about Ferrari? That? The man <gasps> himself. What do yes. we think? I think it's going to be really interesting. What happens next next season? Who replaces him? Yeah, because um, it could go in Carlos's favor. Because if they get someone in who's not, you know, because I know there was rumors of. Coming in, obviously he's got prior relationship with Charles, so it's going to keep going the yeah. same way. But I think Carlos showed like so much potential, like with his Silverstone win and towards the end of the season and stuff. And he's not making the silly mistakes that Charles makes. So if they have mm-hmm. someone come in with complete like set of fresh eyes, they could put Carlos as driver number one, and it could sort of like be good for Carlos, not good for Charles, obviously, but it might give Carlos the boost that he needs to go do well. And I think that would work quite well for Ferrari. Yeah, I think it's a, it, it's a big one as well because I read somewhere that like Bonotto has been there for like 28 years. So that is like a long time. And he obviously, he, he worked with like Michael Schumacher and all that. So he was literally been like part of the Ferrari furniture for like years. <laughs> so for him to sort of go, it could be a good thing because it hasn't really worked out for them this season. He's just became a dusty <laughs> lamp in the furniture store of Ferrari. A dusty lamp. Yeah. Bless him. <laughs> what do you, what do you... worked with someone and they're a little bit older and they've been there for a long time and they think they know everything and you can't tell them they're doing something wrong because they're going to turn around and say, well, I've been here 20 years 
and then in the end they retire and everything's better and you stop having mistakes that's him <laughs> he is your old person in a workplace <laughs> he's only 53 he's not that old <laughs> the fact he's only 53 baffled me i thought he was lots older than that <laughs> if, if you listen to matia i do apologize <laughs> See, I thought he looked quite young. I mean, not like, you know, like 20s, but I just, I didn't think he looked like he was 50. Like in, in Drive to Survive, he, you know. It's the hair. Voice. The curls are popping. He's the same age as my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Is your dad Matiba but not all? Is this something you're telling us? But then like, it's, all, it's also hopefully the next team principal is able to sort the strategy out because that hasn't been very fun this season. And there's also I'm been s- lots still of drama. manifesting um, Rob Smedley. Like, come on, Rob. <laughs> you love Rob Smedley, don't I know. you? You are the Rob Smedley Appreciation <laughs> Society. I love him. He's just like, oh, oh yeah. Stickle, Katie. Stickle. <laughs> <laughs> Rob. <laughs> so, do we think the right decision? It was the right decision for Bernardo to leave oh, Ferrari. <laughs> I think yeah. he's probably been getting so much hate mail and Ferrari in general have been getting and I think Charles probably like I mean Charles is not obviously like a kind of guy who gets angry and vocalises that but I think he might have genuinely on the last race just went in on his knees and just cried and just been like please this is my dream to drive for Ferrari and you are ruining my life <laughs> put me on wet tyres in the dry put me on dry tyre in the wet I can't. <laughs> I think I think the writing was on the wall for him when Ferrari released that statement saying it's like basically a load of bull and then he just left anyway. Have <laughs> <laughs> you seen that whole theory of apparently every time Lewis Hamilton posts a shirtless picture on Instagram, someone leaves an F1 team? <gasps> no, that is iconic. <laughs> like every single time this season from like Vettel, Latifi, Mick... <laughs> Daniel, every single time someone's left like, after he's posted a shirtless picture. Keep your clothes on, Lewis. <laughs> keep your clothes on, Lewis. We can't afford to lose anyone else. <laughs> yeah. They announced his own retirement by just popping a shirtless picture up and like, hey guys. <laughs> oh my god, imagine. Well, that, that news roundup has taken a large chunk, so... I know. Shall we? We'll just like, we'll flash through the... We'll just... We'll... we'll re- no, <laughs> we'll race through the race. We... <laughs> I mean, yeah, because nothing really happened. Look, we'll smash into qualifying. Like Q one, the usual suspects are out. Oh, what do you do? Like, what a surprise! <laughs> Q two, it's like, oh, usually we lose a Mick, we use a, we lose a Daniel, and we didn't. That was surprising. And sometimes we lose a Vettel, right? And I was like thinking, please, if all of the gods and the universe and all of the planets and space dust, can we please have this boy in Q three? Because I want him to, you know, on his last race to at least have a chance here. And the Space Dust Gods answered because they put not only Sebastian in Q3, they put um, our boy Mick. Oh, no, I think actually he was 11th, so I I lie. Um, Yeah, I think he just missed out. He just missed out. They put Daniel Ricciardo. But, I mean, 11th is really good for him. They put Daniel Ricciardo in 10th. um, So he snuck in there, just cheeky. Um, And then... My highlight of the entire thing was actually like there was this golden moment where, um, like there happened to be a lull in track action in Q3. I think it was Q3, and Seb had been kept. He kept getting held up. Like every fast lap he did, he just encountered a Red Bull in the last corner, <laughs> and he was getting kind of mad with it. By the end, he was like, "Come on, guys, this is ruining my ruining my jam." And then I don't know, like again, the space gods, but everyone just decided to stay in apart from like Daniel Ricardo, who was just cruising out there um, and let Seb go out onto the track and he had it alone and I was just watching the shots of it from like the aerial drone and it felt like a cinematic movie moment like Top Gun just like you know <laughs> I was watching Sebastian like his little his character life. moment yeah Aww. and I was like oh this is so nice like look at him he's getting a good like you know last a good last qualifying here and yeah he put in a lap to get him um I think I don't know how he qualified eighth or something I think um so that was nice uh Ferrari didn't screw it up and both <laughs> of the boys qualified together so that was surprising um and yeah, that was kind of qualifying. That was Kate's qualifying wrap up. That was Kate's <laughs> qualifying. <laughs> so was it? It was a. It was a Red Bull front row lockout, wasn't it? Yeah. Pretty much. And then yeah. was it? Was it Red Bull Ferrari? 
Mercedes. And then Mercedes. Yeah. Yeah. And then a little Lando Norris, popping in, a little popping in there as well. Snuck in there. Yeah. He loves the seventh, does our Lando, doesn't he? He's just like, yeah, he just likes to just like, oh, He's like, don't Oop. forget about me. I'm <laughs> me coming again. for one of your seats. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the race definitely wasn't as exciting as Abu Dhabi last year. We will say that. It was exciting for me at the end because I think for me, like, I was desperately clawing for Charles to get second in the championship because if I, if he can't get yeah. first the boy deserves second and so those last few laps where it was like Hamilton was fighting Perez and then took him and then lost him and then took him again and then his car went kaput so then the whole thing I was like and then <laughs> we thought that Ferrari had actually done an okay strategy and then at the end Charles was like no you've pitted me too early for these tyres and you're trying to make me go too long on them and I can't and I'm going to get overtaken and Sergio was like coming for him and coming for him and I oh, the last lap it, like really like Sergio was there like he was on him and it was just like a kind of that same feeling when Daniel Ricciardo lost power that time in Monaco and he was like holding off Sebastian yeah. I think it was in the Ferrari at the time and you know it was kind of that experience and I was like no like, I just want Charles to get this. Like, he deserves this, please. So, the end was wild. Like, I forgot, like, the first couple of laps, like, Carlos and Lewis had a little bit of a, a little bit of a hoo-ha, didn't they? Oh, yeah. Like, Lewis went, yeah, Lewis Lewis went, went a bit flying. Fly, like, over a curb. He was off. Yeah, but... and definitely destroyed his car. Do you think that maybe led to him having the failures later, or was that a completely different yeah. issue? I'm not a no, very techie, I think it techie did. I think gal. He... I think he knacked his floor. Um, they always talk about the floor. Like, oh, is the floor damaged? Like, apparently, that's a big deal. Is that the technical um, term, knacked? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like yeah. that. And then and then I think maybe it, like, jiggled some other stuff in there. And then his car just couldn't cope anymore. His floor was like, you know. And then the other stuff was like, Do you know what? I can't work either. And that's it then. Both philosophy shifters, like, you know. That's, that's tech. <laughs> it was just it was just so yeah. like brutal for him that the fact like Mercedes had had no mechanical oh, DNFs no. all season and then like three laps to go his car just conks out. God, it was like, Lewis. I know, I know. <sighs> but, like And then we had the inevitable DNF from Alonso and Latifi. <laughs> Do you know what? Latifi, like, Vietnam flashbacks to Abu Dhabi 21. This boy needs to just stop. Like, he actually needs to stop. <laughs> but I loved how beautiful it was. I have seen some TikTok clips where they've put, like, um, synchronized swim music over it because their little perfect dance is both rears of the cars spun out together. And then I love that, like, Mick just kind of, like, swam away from it at the end. Like, yeah, he was like, ah, nothing to see here. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay, no one saw. Go, go, go. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Like, Tor- Torval and Dean could have only wished they were as in sync with those two cars. The way they swooped round, it was like, oh. It was beautiful. But I was honestly so mad because this was the point when I was wanting Charles to get P2. And then this happened. And then I was like, oh, it's just like last year. They're going to bunch all the cars up together and mess everyone's <laughs> lives up. And then Sergio's <laughs> going to take Charles on the last lap and lose the championship. It's Lewis all over again. <laughs> Were you getting flashbacks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously, like my heart was in pain. But then, like, I felt, I did feel a little bit emotional when the checkered flag came down and little oh. Sebi Vettel doing his donuts. Oh my god, I know. But then, like, I watch it with my mum. She decided to watch the last race of the season. She hasn't watched any any of this season at whoop, all. Whoop, whoop. Big up Lisa. Big up Lisa. And she watched the last couple of laps with me. And then, as Vettel was doing his little spinneroos and got out of the car, she said, "He's coming back. I'm telling you." He'll be going. He'll be back. So I am gonna remember that, and I'm gonna come back to this. And let's see if Lisa's right, because I I don't think I don't think Sebastian Vettel's done. But that's just me being in complete denial. But my mom thinks he's not done. Have an interesting one for you. I think we're never gonna see him back in a car, but I have strong feelings that he's gonna Nicky Lauda himself and turn up Ah. and be like some teams, like. Ferrari kind of father figure type strategy assistant advisor guy kind of yeah he's gonna turn up to I, I I see it I really see it 
I say that actually, I like that. Mm. But then Mm-mm. maybe he'd, he'd maybe take up like a, an FIA role or some sort maybe. of environment role, maybe. I would like to see him back in a car at some point, just doing these little laps. Did you see the uh, press conference where Lewis was like, he'll be back? Yeah. Like, Lewis was in <laughs> yeah. That he was yeah, actually yeah. gone forever. I think it's because like Fernando was like, oh yeah, I'm leaving. Bye everyone. And then he was like, actually, can I come back now, please? I think everyone just thinks Seb's going to do the same. I know, I know, but I don't, I think it's really different because Fernando is like an egotistical psychopath <laughs> who thinks that genuinely he's better and deserves more than anyone else on earth and every teammate he's ever had is bad and wrong from his opinion. I said a direct quote from Fernando Alonso. <laughs> um, and Seb's different, like Seb's, I think he's at a point in his life where like the sport, like as he said it in these interviews, like the sport's no longer what it was for him when he was young and now his worldviews have changed in a way that can't support him being in the sport in that role yeah. he's in anymore it's sort of like um, hypocritical if he's so in the environment and then wants to drive yeah. petrol guzzling cars every every weekend this is it and i think also like he's really starting to think or at least see that there's a lot of wrong in the world and a lot of things that i think he wants to taken a more active part in trying to resolve um i think all the work that him and lewis did together when they were like champion of the gay rights and champion of the black lives matter movement yeah um i feel sorry for lewis that he's losing such a good confident like i remember when at the end when everyone was hugging seb on his little kinds of hollywood star of fame walkout um and everyone just shook his hand and lewis was like we're hugging man and they just did this hug and i just thought oh you guys because those two, I feel like, have supported each other's movements and each other's beliefs. I feel like there's a lot of respect there and a lot of love. And I do feel sorry for Lewis that he's kind of not on his own again, but he's definitely lost, like, someone there who was just behind his shoulder, giving it a little wee pat. Yeah, definitely. But then I think it's, I, feel, I find it sad personally because, like, I grew up watching Lewis Hamilton and Sebastian Vettel. You know what I mean? Like, when I, I, I think I worked out yeah. that I was nine when Vettel did his first F1 race and then I was 24 for his last one. That is a long time. I'm old. (laughs) My first Grand Prix that I went to in the flesh was um, Silverstone of like 2014, I think. And it was when Seb was at Red Bull um, and I was like in love with him because I came into it when he was like, you know, like the guy. Yeah, and so I remember like running down the track at the end of the race to get to his um, garage, and then subsequently passing out and being pulled through a gate by Rocky, his race engineer, and then oh. getting in an ambulance. But that is besides the point. <laughs> That's a story for another day. <laughs> I never met him, <laughs> uh, but I I did get to ride an ambulance. So, but he was my guy. He was my guy, and and I had his little remote control car, and I. I loved him. Love him still. Not past tense. Um, but then, I loved so, all the yeah. ho- all the wholesome vibes at Abu Dhabi. The fact we had the little driver's mail on the Thursday, <gasps> which we were all obsessed yeah. with. <laughs> Can we talk about how much of a power move and a boxman yes. golden move it was for Lewis to take everyone out for a meal, organise to say farewell to Seb. I think they wrote each other like handwritten notes or cards or something. And then he paid for everyone, including Max Verstappen. What a, <laughs> what a dick-slapping move to pay for the guy that... I mean, just to quote move. Ted Kravitz here, right? This is not my opinion, personally, because <laughs> I don't want to get cancelled, but it's definitely Ted's. Uh, the guy who robbed him of the championship. I mean, <laughs> that's bold. That's bold. If it's I, true. I mean... I know, if, I know you're the same as me, that you would have loved to have been a fly on the wall in that restaurant oh with the God. seating plan. I would, have, I would have paid money just to, just to have been there. Like, I would have just paid money. I would the corner, have like... paid like, the theatre. Like, <laughs> I would have paid for front row seats. Get me in the stalls. <laughs> it's just, I would love to have seen the dynamic of, like, everyone, like, sat in the little, the little subgroups or, like, not next to the teammates. I just, I love it. I just... Absolute great vibes all around. I, w- I would have loved to see the kinds of, like, reality-style show 
kind of um, way that people paired off together. And then, like, Max would have probably sat at one end of a table, like, super far away from, like, Lewis. And then, like, every now and again, maybe, like, someone would probably got a bit too drunk and kept bringing it up awkwardly, like, oh, don't you guys hate each other? And then I'm sure, like, Max or someone would be like, stop, stop talking. Shut well, I, like, I'm, look- I'm, looking I, at the, I'm looking at the picture now. There. And I don't think Max and Checo could be further away from each other. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, yeah. but, and Lewis but, has got his arm around Checo like he's like, I'll protect you, man. But I also love how, obviously, the outfits were discussed in the group chat and um, no one else got the wear purple me- memo apart from Lewis and Pierre. <laughs> They're just rocking the purple in the front, looking bald. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that like, was you such know, good going back to like reality shows and stuff like that, I've always wondered like what everyone's reaction is to Lando sticking a camera in their face all the time. Like you were just sat there <laughs> trying to have a nice meal out with your workmates, and Lando sat there taking pictures of you. <laughs> <laughs> and like they're not even like pictures that people are posing for; they're like candid pictures. So you're just sat there having a conversation, and out the corner just of like, your eye, Lando pulls his camera out and starts taking pictures. He's of got you. like four Chris Jenner on them all. Do well, and I'm like, I'm not funny yet, but I'm trying like, to eat my dinner. Can you just like piss off? <laughs> I'm having my chips. Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what it is? It's like um, because Daniel Ricardo was like the better driver and then Lando came in and was like I'm going to take that away from you and then Daniel Ricciardo the past few races has like been on the old um driver wagon with like a real decent sexy kind of camera taking like pictures and people have joked like oh you're going to be a photographer and I bet Lando was there like Haha, I was here first away from you too <laughs> 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 who do we think out of the drivers in that meal who do you think was the fussy chicken nuggets and chips guy Definitely, well, there's, all, there's always one. I've heard that it was Lando. Of Lando, course, it was 100%. Lando. <laughs> yeah. I bet they were like, oh, can we have like, no, like 90 menus? Can we have a kids' menu as well, please? Just for Lando. <laughs> yeah. With these chicken like, dippers, chips, and beans. Charles and Pierre would have been all like, oh, should we get the escargot? And then Lando would just be like, <laughs> chicken nuggets, uh, please. Chicken nuggets, yeah, chips. Brazil flashbacks. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no sushi near that guy because he is not a sushi fan. But yes. Oh, Fernando would have been the guy who sends the plate back because something's wrong. Not oh, do, you think, salt. do you think oh, he was the Karen of the group? Ah, yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> yeah. I love it. He's the guy it. that when they come around and pour the wine, he's like ignoring the waiter, having a conversation, and just wiggles his finger as if to say, keep pouring, keep pouring. <laughs> Do you reckon he cuts open his chicken and checks the middle of it to make sure it's piping hot before he He's eats. watched too many kitchen yeah. nightmares. <laughs> and you know what? George is the kind of guy, and George is the kind of guy who is unhappy with the food, says nothing to the waiter, and he goes like, no, no, yeah, yeah, it's fine, it's fine. And then as soon as the waiter's gone, just complains about it to everyone else. Yeah, that no, is the per- pink type of British vibes. Oh, oh, that that was lovely, lovely. Thank you. Yeah, no, that was really nice. He's like, no, I'm not being funny. I wouldn't come back here. <laughs> that is so George, isn't it? I love it. <laughs> so true. Do you know who was also wholesome vibes? I think that race weekend, Seb's dad. Shout out oh, to Norbert Vettel. What an absolute guy. Oh, when he brought him. all of his baby stuff, I mean, like baby stuff, but like baby driver stuff, you know. Oh, and he's like, "This is my cute. son, and this was his first race suit, and we love you." And, and then oh, doing, and then doing all that little that that track run on the Saturday, and I I, I listened to the oh. um, F One Nation podcast, and apparently Seb ran it, but then sort of went with every single like ran with every single person who ran it, and then sat, stood at the finish line until every single person crossed the finish line. Oh <gasps> no! Yeah. Oh my god! He was I there. Cry. He was there until like really late, making sure that every single person <sighs> got like clapped as they went along the finish line. We don't deserve him. <laughs> we just we never did. And... It's too much. It's too god. much. Actually, <laughs> <so> sad. <laughs> we oh, can no. we can just cry for the next ninety four days because that's how long we've got left. 94 Honestly, days. I've just been watching these TikTok edits, just crying at everything. Like these, where they put this music on, like, yeah, like that, like the we don't deserve you, and like all this <laughs> other stuff. And it's just like all these little shots of like uh, Daniel and like Seb and Mick, and we're never going to have them. And, oh, I, just, I can't. I can't. <laughs> it's, uh, it's usually See You Again by Charlie Poe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So true. 
honest, that whole race week, I was just sat on the couch, like, dying and just watching, like, sad TikToks. I was like, this is just too much. It's too much for me. Oh, oh my, my, bad. All them TikTok for you page is just like Lando first traps at the moment. <laughs> I don't know why. I know why because I keep sending them to Eden for yes, because it's been like whoa, less of it, please. <laughs> but my whole TikTok for you page is just Lando content. At least you're not getting the ones and, that I have um, got um, in the POVs. past. <laughs> <laughs> At least you haven't got any yos for something ones like I have in the past. That was freaking terrifying. <laughs> What? Those yeah. exist. Yoss so, Verstappen thirst traps. It was thing. like not like now, it was like young Yoss It was after the oh, whole God, um, I was gonna say. After the whole fire situation when his car got set on fire. Okay. Yeah, and then he's just it's just him sort of like basically just looking like Max. But I was like, I do not want to see a Yoss Verstappen thirst trap at eight o'clock in the morning. Let's not do that, please. So yeah, that was no, 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 no. It was so not right. <laughs> well, let me know if you need your for you page changing because mine is just full of sad, heartbreaking, <laughs> like cryable F one edits. See, I love it how we're like everyone's like, oh, we're so gutted about like Daniel, Seb, and Mick, and everyone just forgets about Latifi. And I feel sorry for Latifi because he seems like a really uh, nice guy. Yeah, I know he's a nice guy, but also, like, he didn't give us anything to be that sad about. Like, let's be honest, like, <laughs> was it? Yeah. The Instagram post, um, I think it, it was Alex and Latifi, they might have uploaded it together, and it was like their little goodbye and their helmet swap or something like that. And they were they were hugging, and it just looked like Latifi was like well into it, and Alex was just there, like pat on the back. Oh, oh no! no. <laughs> cringe, cringe, cringe. Oh bless him! He just seems nice. I lo- I loved it. In, was was it hungry when he got like really like fast, like got like a proper fastest lap in there practicing? He was like, oh, I didn't know that clapping was for me. I was like, oh bless him! I just want to look after him a bit. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Like, he is a nice guy. I just think, like, you need to be a nice guy and a good driver in order to get my love. <laughs> I just feel like I, I relate to him because throughout my life, I in, like, PE at school, I was always the Latifi of PE. <laughs> I, al- I always tried, but I was always the last one picked, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I was the Latifi of year nine rounders. <laughs> But Latifi's like proper got in for it. He's proper. Oh, look at that picture. Yeah, I can see from that oh, picture. Yeah, Alex kind of Alex has got a like a hand. Like, he's got like yeah. a hand hover. I think he's it's also him. to be fair. Alex is kind of struggling trying to balance a helmet on one hand. That is so fair. maybe that was kind of why the picture looks awkward. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just have this image in my head of Latifi being that like really intense best. Bring friend. it in. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, bless him. Should we do our little radio wrapped, team radio wrapped that I thought of today, which I've been very excited about? In the the style of Spotify wrapped, we can do team radio wrapped. So what are we thinking? What's our favourite radios of the season? Because I think there's been some gems, to be fair. Um, I think one of my my faves is Nick Debris. (laughs) (laughs) Debris behind you? What? There's debris what? on the track. Debris? Um, that I think is probably one of the moments that will stay with me forever. And it's going to stay in with Carlos as well, if you've been on Instagram today and seen his comments on stuff. <laughs> yeah. Debris. See, oh, just... no, I've not seen this. What's he, What's happened? Um, F1 posted um, on uh instagram and they were like oh what was like your moment of the year or what was it um who impressed you most this season and carlos um replied and said the debris (laughs) i love him oh i I I feel like it's now carlos science's fault that we will always call nick nick debris nick debris i can't call him by his actual name anymore he is he is now debris from forever now Carlos is probably one of my radio wrapped actually because I, I think same one actually. when he's like you know and he's like um, no I am getting pressure too I am getting pressure guys stop inventing stop inventing <laughs> that was mine stop inventing I love it it's so funny yeah it's so good 
See, one of my favourites, was it this season when it was um, when it was Landor got a podium and he was singing to his engineer's mum for a birthday? Will's mum! Happy Will's birthday mom. to Will's mum! It was so sweet! What's what your mum's name, Will? Charlotte! It was so sweet! Like, oh, Shall I make you one of them Christmas cakes you like? <laughs> Bless him. And then uh, one of my other favourites was, uh, what do you call him? Oh, what's he called? Fuck. Sorry. <laughs> Checo off and a sneeze. <laughs> off and a sneeze and fit around Hungary. <laughs> and then he goes, just a little bit of allergy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My allergy's in this place. <laughs> oh, iconic, iconic. There's been some absolute carcass with it. Also, we forgot one of the best ones was little K-Mag's poll radio when he was like, you're kidding. <laughs> you're kidding. <laughs> he's like, stop. one mate. <laughs> yeah. But he's like, stop, don't say anything. Don't say anything. <laughs> don't celebrate yet. Yeah, yeah, that was absolutely mint. That one was good. I also liked, um, what you, uh, oh my God, I can forget names. Um, K-Mag's like P5, like the first season when like Gunther was like, that, that was a Viking performance, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, bless his heart. I feel like my yeah, I feel like our best our most listened to radio man this season is Carlos Sainz because he has had some gems to be fair. It was when he was when he was like he's his car was on fire in Austria and he was like, No, 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 and he's like rolling down the hill. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy, he's had a bit of a time, hasn't he? Yeah, I mean I can think of some other people that have a bit of a time as well. So <laughs> I was trying to think there. I was like, hmm, can I remember any of the sad Charles Leclerc radios when his team ruined his strategy and destroyed his life? Yeah, we, we, <laughs> won't, we won't mention the... Uh... <gasps> That's the one! That's the one! We won't mention that. Am I the that. only one on wets? <laughs> Am I the only one on wets? <laughs> no, the one I was not going to mention because it's just painful, <gasps> France. Mick. No, oh, Charles's France radio when he crashes. Oh, the pain! I hate his. I hate his crush radio. I honestly oh, can't take it because it's, it's awful. so. It's just the whole like when he crushes, it's always so self-deprecating. Like, oh, it pains it was, my bones. It was pain. No, just, no, no, no. I just know Netflix are going to absolutely use that to within an inch of their lives, and we're going to have to hear they, it all the time. They interviewed about. They interviewed him about it, and he said that he thought his radio was off. Oh no! What was his whole? What was his whole message? Like, what was the? It's just him screaming he... no, no, yeah, it was just that. No, I can't remember if it, he threw in the "I am stupid." Yeah, there was a little bit of a, an extended one where he got out the car and he swore or something in French. Oh yeah, like oh you're stupid, but in French, like as he was getting out the car and it still recorded it. Oh, it was sad. <laughs> I've just remembered another another good radio. Was it was it Alonso and Lewis when they crashed in Spa? And he was like, "This guy only knows how to drive third first place." <laughs> <laughs> He's like kicking off. True. <laughs> just just True. them two, and then True. then it was the whole when they had to when they exchanged caps like after, <gasps> wasn't it? <laughs> also, the Esteban Ocon radio. Where oh yes, they was- in yes. Brazil. Let me race. Let me race. Esteban, you will not race Fernando. <laughs> I forgot me about that. Race. Oh my See, god. When, that was when you said when you said Esteban, I thought you meant when Martin Rundle was chasing him down the pit lane. Esteban. Oh, yeah. Esteban. 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 <laughs> I am gonna recreate that when I go to spa, I've decided. I'm gonna run by Esteban. <laughs> Oh, just at random strangers, see if one random, of them happens to have the name. Random tall strangers. Keep going until you find an Esteban. <laughs> until I find Esteban? the Esteban. Oh. <laughs> just anyone will do. <laughs> well, we've done we've done forty nine minutes, and we're yet to mention an ick, which I feel like is a world record for us. But oh, now, yeah, ick, but ick, now ick, we ick, have Corin, and she's alert for the icks. <laughs> Corin, do you have an ick? I think there's been too many. I <laughs> know. It's been it's been two weeks. It's been a long time. 
Um, there's been loads, loads of icks. I send them to you daily. You do. I've, I enjoy them. I can't think of one that stands out. Well, this is this is a first for the talk to talk to I talk. Know. Wow. Corin hasn't yeah. got an ick. <laughs> I'm gonna blame my sleepy brain. <laughs> um, and just have a quick scroll back. Oh, a short no short season. A short view back to the past with Corin. <laughs> I'm gonna just scroll down Lando's um, Instagram a little bit. <laughs> what's my ick? Oh, yeah. What's your ick? Well, mine is a bit of a beef. <laughs> oh, Corin's got one. Go on, Corin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's gone. She's gone. <laughs> <laughs> the picture of Pierre and the champagne. Oh no! <laughs> okay. Oh just, no! Like, that, that pictures from that night out was just—I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like I had major FOMO, but like Pierre and that champagne was a big Mick, like. Mick looking oh, absolutely mortal. <laughs> that picture of Mick Lando and <laughs> was just chaos. And Lando is the type of friend who will upload a picture because he knows he looks good. And Esty Bestie knows that, and that's why he commented like, "Mick, you okay, huh? You okay, hon? That's a subtle dig at Lando. Like, why do you upload? Why do you upload this? Like, look at Mick, and then Lando's just there in the middle, like, yeah, but look at me. I look yeah, good like Lando's like um, the photogenic one, and the other two in the background are like, Ugh. <laughs> yeah, like Esty Bestie's pulling. I don't know his crazy face. With <laughs> yeah. there, asking like, a silly one. Who knows? Um, but yeah, so that that whole night out, Pierre and the champagne, Lando uploading them pictures, um, Charles's dance moves, <laughs> dance moves in general, just don't dance. Please. Oh, just <laughs> just mix little face on that. He looked three sheets to the wind. Bless him. He's had too many Jaeger bombs at that point. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I forgot about the champagne form, and now I'm I'm recoiling in ugh, not a good vibe. What's your ick, Katie? I don't really have like a funny ick. Like that's I'm fine. Wish... But my ick's kind of like, I mean, is my ick all of my favourite people leaving at the end of the season? That could be it. Oh. Um, well, maybe it's kind of like. Really, it's not necessarily an ick, but it's like an ick, like a ooh, uncomfortable. Was like when when Seb did have his like leave his Hollywood Walk of Fame, and you know, like he just walked along and everyone clapped him on the sidelines. Like it felt kind of like reminiscent of Harry Potter. Um, and <laughs> then, that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, well, you know, like with the number two, I think it is like Chamber of Secrets when you know Will Hagrid returns from like his exile, and then like all the kids stand up and start clapping him and like throwing their hats off. <laughs> it's kind of like that. And then, and then Hagrid walks up to Harry and like, you know, they have this little cuddle, and it was like, you know, I'm gonna cuddle you because you're my friend, and like screw everyone else. It was kind of like that because, you know, he walks past all the guys and he's like, thanks, thanks, shake hands, and then him and Lewis just look at each other and it's like, come here, man, like we're brothers for life, right or die, Aww. and have this hug. And then after he hugs Lewis, he's like going to shake hands, and oh, and then he goes to like shake hands with Carlos signs as if to be like, yeah, you're just another one of the rest, you know. And then Carlos goes in for this hug, and like I guess Sebastian wasn't expecting it, or something, and so I've just like turns away, <laughs> and Carlos like retreats like a snail going back into his shell. <laughs> and I honestly had so much secondhand pain. Oh no. It. <laughs> Was it's it when they, when he was doing his when they were like had the little guard of honor for for Seb and they yes, were all, he was this like, is what like I'm talking about yeah, oh no yeah. oh it was painful it was painful and then it was like yeah oh no that is bad so you know I think that's that's a funny ick mine mine is a serious not a serious ick I'm not angry right. I'm just disappointed <sighs> why did Hass not let Mick do donuts. <gasps> Oh, my ick doubles on your ick is then why did they pretend that they did afterwards on Twitter and post like, hey, look at these lovely pictures of Mick doing his donuts. Oh my God, I saw that. I they did that. They told him to stop. Ah, yeah. They kept posting these pictures yeah. like, yeah, I love donuts and stuff. And it was like, babe, you told him to stop. That and was everyone was commenting saying like, oh yeah, you love them? Then share the radio of what you said when he did them. And I was like, bra, 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 here we go. Start right. the wars out here. 
Girls, get in the car. We are going to Maranello. We are going to hunt down Haas. We're going. I don't care. We're no, on our way. Sod Maranello. Let's go for Gunther himself, right? Let's go for the man himself. Let's drive to Gunther's house. <laughs> We're knocking on his house. We Let can us talk in. Smash his door. <laughs> We're just like. Gunther, just 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 let us in. We just we just want to talk. We just want to talk. They're like, no, Gunther, I'm not here to talk. I want to fuck smash your door in. You know how people would like egg a house? Why don't we go and get some like, really jammy donuts and throw the donuts? <laughs> what a plan! That's the plan. If if Hass's legal um, team are listening, we're not gonna <laughs> donut Gunther Stein's no, no, house. No, yeah. I, I... I'm not gonna go. I I don't actually have enough money to afford myself for air but, travel and mileage to get to Gunther's house. I it don't was even just have enough money for donuts at the moment. So <laughs> <laughs> it was just the way Mick started doing donuts, and then they were like, "Mick, don't do that." And then he was like, "Love you too." <laughs> like, oh, it was heartbreaking. Yeah, they, like everyone else was getting to do them, and it's his last ever. Well, possibly it's his last race in Formula One. It's definitely his last ever for this. Like foreseeable this year and next and yeah when they came on and they were like uh, sorry Mick you can't be doing donuts you can't be doing donuts we, we can't have that sorry Mick I'm sorry and the guy did sound like he was genuinely thinking god I'm going to sound like an arsehole across the entire public forum and then yeah Mick just went he was obviously crying as well because you heard him sniffle and he was like oh, love you too oh, oh no, no. no. <laughs> and an alternative Ick also quite a funny one. I don't know if you've seen on um, TikTok the people who've been scrolling to the bottom of the driver's Instagrams. Oh, yes. I love it. Car- Carlos. The chicks hashtag. love it. Chicks <laughs> love it. Yes. And that just, no, that's just oh. bad energy all round. And now um, every time I look at the comments on his Instagram <laughs> posts, people are hashtagging chicks love it. And I wonder if he's caught on to it yet, but... I am so invested. What was weird? What was I didn't? I've not actually seen. I've seen the the beginning of Lando because I saw that one. I've seen the Lando one. I've not saw Carlos. The Lando begging for followers. (laughs) Oh my god, that is painful. Thanks, Mercedes, and he's like, "Thanks, Mercedes, for the retweet. I gained loads of followers from that." (laughs) Oh, iconic! Oh, honestly. we worked out that he was 17 when he was doing this. That TikTok account him. is doing I the Lord's him. work because it's hilarious. Um, I love it. Carlos had posted a picture and had put the hashtag chicks love it. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, no, chili, can, no. Can confirm, no. Can confirm that chicks do love Carlos signs. So I am a chick and I do, do love it. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite, um, my favorite teenage Instagram is probably Max. <gasps> the pictures that Max posted back in like 2012 are like the funniest thing that like I've ever seen in my life, and the captions, captions just get me every time. He loves. Did, did he love a hashtag? Was he a hashtag guy? Yeah, there was a there was a couple of people, wasn't there? And it was like. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna find it. Give have you seen George's? Oh, I don't know. If no. Oh, it's outstanding. <laughs> Does he have socks? It's, it's the most George Russell thing you've ever seen in your life. Is he, he says, in cardigans. He says mega all the time and has, oh, and has wow. appropriate, and has appropriate emojis. It's very, it's very on brand. Oh, very George. Very, very kind regards of him. Very, very kind regards of him. <laughs> Scroll into the bottom of Max Verstappen's Instagram. Are you ready? Okay, yeah, yeah. Hit, hit us up. Hashtag racing. Hashtag radio. <laughs> hashtag funny. Hashtag moments. Did he hashtag radio? Hashtag, oh, Max Verstappen. Ready for another racing weekend. Who else is? Wink face. Hashtag <gasps> Hashtag F3. Hashtag ready. Hashtag push. <laughs> Oh no, not not the hashtag push. I was I was gonna say was this this era of Max was that the same era as Incident Max or was this like is that previous? Oh no! Oh my god, he's oh. in a cowboy hat. Oh no! 
Oh, it looks like a first day of school picture where your mum's kind of caught you off guard in your uniform and you weren't ready. Texas style. Hashtag USGP. Uh, it's funny thing is it's been liked by Lando. I wonder if that's when he was begging for his followers. I saw this. Wow. I saw Bloody another Max. I saw another one and it was in that series and it was Susie Wolf's Instagram account, which was really cute because of lots of co- lots of total content. And all through all the likes, Lando only liked the photos that only had Susie on and didn't have Toto on. <laughs> oh, that's why he missed out on that George Russell seat. <laughs> <laughs> like, liked by Lando Norris doesn't hit as much as like by Pierre Gasly. Liked by Pierre Gasly. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. I feel like we're off on a on a bit of a Pierre Gasly now. In a bin will forever live in, tree in my mind. The bin, <laughs> the ice bin. Oh, the bin. But you know what? Um, me and me and Eden had a conversation the other day about school discos. Oh yeah. Oh, this is and, a whole episode in itself. Yeah. <laughs> what, what we thought the drivers would would be like at school disco, and we we was a little bit um, conflicted on Pierre Gasly because he used to look like a right little like goon. Like he was and Eden was like, "Oh no, he was definitely one that had five girlfriends." And I was like, "No, just look at him five years ago. He think definitely he was, was not." Think he was the knee slider. <laughs> no, I think he was like in a group by mistake, like in a popular guys group, and he was there because he was like good at sport or something. You know, like those guys that were like part of the group, but like weren't the it guy. I think it was that. Like he was, he was there, and so he had that status of popularity through other people. I think that was probably him. And he probably like messed around in class to get likes, you know. <laughs> All I can picture is my primary school hall with like F1 drivers in flame shirts. And I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> Doing like black lace Superman and stuff like that. <laughs> Bit of music, man. <laughs> Soldier boy. <laughs> yes. Low by floor rider. <laughs> Oh man. oh man! Oh, Lewis would well have been that kid going around with like the latest song downloaded, ready to like Bluetooth it to someone <laughs> else's phone. Do you want that on new his... song? Yeah, I've got it. On his Sony Ericsson. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> playing his tunes out loud on it. <laughs> it would have been agree, the kid um, in the toilets Danny, just chilling. Danny Rick was definitely the one who was on the dance floor that whole night. And then we said, you know, they have the little table with all the panda pops on it. And then you got the the little group that just hang out by the drinks table. And then Danny Rick comes running over, having been dancing for the past two hours. And he's out of breath. And he's going, oh, I need a drink. I've been dancing so much. And then like, calm I've, down. I've just seen a, a, an update on Instagram, which I, I thought you would appreciate. You know, the whole, oh. um, what impressed you most this season, the debris. Uh, oh, yeah. Nick Nick Debris has reposted it, tagged Carlos, and put Japan with a wink face, as in when <laughs> Carlos crashed in Japan. <laughs> Nick Debris getting catty. The beef has oh begun. My God. I love that's it. I think then, yeah, that's what happened in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't. <clears throat> oh, we we don't remember no. Japan. Japan was bad vibes. Bad vibes, indeed. Japan yeah. was not good, but yeah, I just saw that and thought it was quite funny. It's golden. Um, look, I think we've done well. Like we literally, like we we made an hour. Yeah, and we, we were have... unsupervised this entire time. Yeah, we've been unsupervised, which is I feel like a rebel. I feel like we've got like a supply teacher in or something. That's <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> Corin. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I was late to the class though. But you know, legally, if I'm more than legally, you can just go. <laughs> I was just gonna yeah. say that. Stay here. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel I feel like F one drivers at the school disco needs to be a complete episode yeah. in itself because then we need to have it sure. the, the team principals we, as teachers. We were honestly on this topic for about two hours. Oh, we were, we? I, I was absolutely crying at it. It was so funny. Oh, I am we, invested. We have our little we have our little voice note sessions, but it was like. Alex, your mum's in the car park. She's come to get you early. She's <laughs> been crying in the corner. <laughs> oh my god! Right. Oh, I love it. Who who's doing the outro? 
why don't should we all record one and then we'll just let Sarah choose the best one? Oh yeah, that's a good shout actually. Yeah, right. And then, okay. Then, we, then none of us have to be embarrassed because we've all done it. Yeah. Okay. Right. Who's gone first? Oh, right, I nominate Corin. Oh, why me? Yeah, your camera's no, already on. No, no, I, I don't want to go first. Someone else go first. Oh, look, I'll do one. All right, I'm going to make the cringiest <laughs> one ever. <laughs> Thanks, Kate. Here we go. Okay. Crikey, <laughs> you made it to the end. So proud. Couldn't be prouder. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag chicks love it. Uh, hashtag race weekend. Uh, hope to see you all next time, folks. Ciao. <laughs> Right, that is us done for this week. And for the last race of the season, we have debriefed. Oh, fuck's sake! <laughs> debriefed! Debriefed! You should say debriefed! <laughs> right, okay, right, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Stop inventing. Okay, okay. Right, that is us done for this week. And that is us done for the 2022 season for race reviews at least. But we will be back with regular chaos regular icks and all the things you enjoy so make sure you follow our instagram at talk the talk pod and if that's what it's called i can't remember oh why <laughs> why am i so shit at these right it was actually going so well I was it like, was going so well <laughs> you can really tell how much he's giving himself to the flute <laughs> Oh my god! Right, that is us for the last race review of the 2022 F1 season. But we will be back through between now and March for all your chaos, all your regular podcasts, all your icks, all your lovely content with us lot. And if you want to keep in touch, follow us on at Talk the Talk Pod, and you can listen to us on Spotify as well or wherever you get your podcasts. But yes, sorry, this podcast co- like. Ah, sorry this podcast was a long time coming, but we have finally done it. So thank you for bearing with us. Okay, everyone. No, no, that was too enthusiastic. (laughs) (laughs) And that's it from us for this week. And that's the end of the race reviews for this season. Um, Just as quickly as the season ended, um... The quickly, nah, 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 I'm gonna start again. And that's it from us this week. Um, thank you for listening, thank you for joining us as always. Um, that is the end of our race reviews for this season. Um, obviously, as there's no more races, um, but we will still be back, we will try and be with you weekly. Um, and we'll carry on sharing, you know, all the icks and discussing anything that's going on um, during the winter season and any icks that the drivers continue to share across social media. Um, as always, you can follow us across social media. We're on Instagram and TikTok as at Talk the Talk Pod. Uh, remember to give us a five star rating on Spotify. Rate us however you can on Apple Music. Um, And we will see you next week. Thank you for listening.